Welcome to the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. I am your host, Captain Bill. And don't be surprised when I tell you this. I have a crew of over 8,000 people behind me. Here today, I'm with just two. My Nakama on this voyage through the Grand Line. We got first mate, Justin. We got our trusty navigator, Vashad. Every week, we go over the legendary anime and manga series One Piece. One piece at a time. This week, oh, this week, we are covering episodes 248 through 251. They be teasing these. They be teasing these like with episode titles. I, I tell you, it's like they, every yeah. Other sometimes episode, you gotta every, you gotta every other episode title, title. You gotta not look. It's it's no. Every other episode title is like, oh, Robin finally says what's going on. This in this entire thing, the Robin finally does. And no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> like it's. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah. well, we will talk about real quick. Just just to just to finish our our opening. We're covering these episodes, y'all. 248, 251. You ain't seen these? Nah. You ain't seen You're nothing yet. You're not ready. Yet. You're not ready. You're not ready to listen to this podcast. Because we're going to talk about it, and you don't want to get spoiled. And we don't want to spoil you. We want to spoil you in like a good way. Like, spoil you as our audience by giving you the best we can give you. But we don't want to spoil you by taking you away from like experiencing content for the first time. That's what we don't want to do. So sit your ass down, watch these episodes, come back. Your Nakama are going to be here. Right? Nakama, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come We'll be claimed by these. We'll be claimed. We can't put this episode out. All right, let's keep Okay. Even though that was really good. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. What up, y'all? But what's been going on? Been chilling. Been loving One Piece. This is some peak fiction over here. Yes. Yeah. No. We are getting into. We are getting in the mix of the peak fiction. Um, you know, there's uh, I've been going on. Speaking of uh, peak fiction, let me tell you something. There's no more peak fiction than the game that's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Multi versus guys. Quick update. I switched my main from Superman to Finn from Adventure Time. Uh, not looking back. Um, awesome, awesome. Like you know, he's like, uh, you know, uh, he he plays he's plays a little bit like Link, but he's got a kick ass heavy. He's got a kick ass heavy attack. He's not as as good with the recovery, um, the air recovery, because um, he's a ground bruiser. Um, but, uh, I've been, I've, I've been cleaning, I've been cleaning house. Um, I am, I'm having, having a great time soon. Uh, Rick and Morty joining the, joining the show. Um, I think that's next week. So you'll be getting updates on, uh, that, how they play. I think I might main Rick for a little bit, see how that's like. Um, he's a mage and there's not like, too many mages out there, the mage class characters. So, want to try it out, see what see what it's like, um, see how I enjoy it. But I will report back to y'all once that happens. I love that you went to Finn. Finn's my favorite. 
character actually in the multiverse game. Um, I can't play because I only have my PC, but I, I just love hearing that you're playing with Finn. Adventure Time is... Adventure Time's boss. Adventure Time's boss. I grew up on that show. One of my favorites. I that uh, man. How's yeah. the dog, uh, Jake? Oh, Is Jake. He good to play with. The, uh, I I have played as Jake before. Actually, let me see if I've played as Jake before. It's really easy to figure out who uh, you haven't played as because, like, as soon as you finish a first match with a character, it moves you to level two for that character. Yeah, I haven't played as Jake yet, but. He's been he's been spanking the butts. I think he's a really good. I th- think he's a bruiser, but he's a support bruiser. So like, cause he like stretches and stuff like that. I think he does a lot of really cool um, support uh, assist uh, type stuff. Like, uh, uh, one of the key strats right now that everybody's doing is like you know the um, either with Wonder Woman or Jake or Rain Dog like is like you'll you'll be knocking someone or throwing somebody off the edge and you'll be going with them like you're gonna like you know take them down for the point but then uh one of those characters can lasso you basically back onto the board um if you time it right like you know and you know it doesn't get interrupted but uh yeah no that's been that's been the move lately um but uh yeah no that's uh i'm 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 very much enjoying it I actually just learned I could get it on Steam, so maybe I will be. Oh, you can get, get it everywhere. This is yeah, they're they're really pushing this game. Yeah, and I mean, they and they're putting the they're putting the 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 money with where 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 the mouth is too, because it's like they're getting the voice actors like you know from the things, so it's not like you know cheapy fakey voice actors. They're getting the original voices, um, and you know they're putting them in there, and they're like every voice like you know dialogue is like it's customized to who they're you know fighting so they're like they actually talk to each other um so did i hear you wrong or did you say there's levels like they have levels you you yeah like you You rank up uh, you level up your uh characters so um and that's kind of like the the stick of the game where it's kind of like that keeps you coming back is that like you're leveling up your like you know different characters that you like um depending on like you know who you want to kind of like you know focus on um but uh yeah and then each character comes equipped with like perks um that you unlock as you level them up eventually you just unlock like all the perks like across the board um but then there are other like little things where you can kind of equip your partner's perks and stack them so that's cool too sometimes but uh it's it's pretty deep game like you know it's just different enough from smash that it's not like a total ripoff um but uh yeah no it's uh it's it's definitely uh keeping my attention i'm enjoying it yeah i'm gonna have to check it out because i have i love fighting games and i haven't played one since like going against my brother in smash and that cause trauma in my life. <laughs> yeah yeah as it does my brother used to kill me in that game like absolutely murder me in most fighting games for like three hours and then i would win once and be like all right i'm out of here i can't 
I'm done for the day. You just got your dignity back. That's all. Yeah, you just gotta you have to wipe it off. Yeah, just gotta wipe it off. Walk away. Walk away when you can. But I mean, it's free. That's the best part. So, you know, free game. You know, just you dip your toe in, and then if you like it, you go. Uh, you know, go give it a shout out. Um, Can we do cross platform? Cross platform everywhere. So yeah, like. Uh, I'm playing on PlayStation, playing against people on PC, playing against uh, just, yeah, that's other consoles. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's everywhere. All right, maybe sometime on this weekend we could play. Um, yeah, if you want. Yeah, no, partner up, you know, unless you want to get that butt spanked. But, uh, you know, Whoa. we go against some Whoa. randos online. You know, we got we'll, some war between the crew here. Say, whoop, whoop. I mean, some harsh look. words. Sometimes you gotta test test your might. You know they say that's, that's true. You gotta you gotta do it just to like you know k- kick the tires. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the boot it up. Uh, you know, see which uh, see which peoples you like. And also, what's really cool is that even though so you start the game with five free characters, um, it rotates every week. So if you never want to spend any money on the game. Every week, you gotta get good with every character. Yeah, every week it'll switch to another set of characters, so you can say, "Oh, let me see how these people play." And I think also that in the um, training um, mode, uh, all the characters are unlocked, so you can train as any character. Um, oh, that would make me sad if I'm good with one character in training and I can't play with them during the game. But now that's really tight that you you could at least do that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, if once you start playing, you get enough like you know uh, points or gold or whatever to like unlock them permanently. So it's not like if you really find somebody you like, you could just unlock them and then you just have them like you know forever. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I'm, so I'm Justin, it. one of the things that you're saying about multiverse is that you feel like they really they really put some money into this game. They really tried to deliver a good product. They didn't half-ass it. Which reminds me of uh, a show that I've been watching uh, <laughs> called Rehearsal. <laughs> because talk about, talk about putting money into something. <laughs> I cannot believe, like, the amount of, like, like the absurdity. So for those who don't know, okay, here's, here's, here's I how I was introduced to this way. show. Here, here's how I was into the, introduced to this show. There's, there's a bar that we go to in the neighborhood that we do karaoke at sometime, sometimes. And um, the, the other day, I was walking by it with my partner, and they said, hey, you know, there's a TV show where they remade this entire bar, like, for the TV show. They made the whole place, and, like, they do, like, a whole weird rehearsal thing. Like, it's like a comedy show or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that sounds interesting. Like, I was like, what's it called? They said, rehearsal. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, I didn't think much, you know, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, they really buried the lead here because they didn't tell me it's Nathan Fielder. Yes. This is critical information. Yes, it is. Wait, what is this? Because I I have no clue what you're talking about. You know, have you? Okay. Justin, do you want to do the pitch for Nathan Uh, Fielder here? So I'll I'll do the pitch for Nathan for you. Uh, you do the pitch for re- rehearsal, and we'll um we'll unravel this, like you know, because one definitely leads into the other. Like if you like one, I you definitely so. like the second one. Um, yeah. like uh, have you ever watched the show Nathan for you? 
I have. I love Nathan Fielder. I just I yes. didn't know he had something else he was doing. Yes. Oh, this and is this so is, much bigger. And and it is so like if you were looking for more Nathan for you, this is just like the logical extension of like, just the And concept. the budget is like absurd. It's so like stupid. so so like yeah, yeah, so basically the premise of the show is that he gets people who, who are worried about some interaction they're going to have in their life, like upcoming in their life. And he basically like builds out a scenario in which the person can rehearse that moment of their life and every angle of it prior to them actually having to do the thing, whether that's like, you know, the first Ooh. episode. Yeah, the first episode is this guy is really concerned because he lied to his group of friends about what kind of college degree he has. Um, okay. And his friends have been trying to help him find jobs and stuff. And he's like, oh, they don't know that I don't have a master's degree. I lied to them years ago about having a master's degree. I only have a bachelor's degree. So uh, Nathan Fielder, what he does is he is like, okay, what I'll do is I'll put together an entire like scenario in which you can rehearse telling your friend that you lied to them all these years ago. Uh, and we'll just rehearse it like a million times. But it's, of course, in the, in the Nathan for you, like, kind of chaotic yeah, aesthetic. Uh, it's like it just gets more and more fucked up. But it does involve stupid. them building an entire replica, like literally one to one replica of this bar inside of a giant warehouse. I, and I, I can tell you, having spent time at this bar, that it's like exact it's like exactly like replicated. So um, I like the very like the very beginning of like because it's it's such a Bill did a great job of explaining what the what the show is. Um, I love the introduction. So this guy, right? So Nathan puts out the Craigslist ad saying, "Do you have something you want to get off your chest?" Right. This is how he picked this guy. Um, <laughs> So he goes to this guy's house. He has the camera crew there. He goes, he sits down with them and he says like, you know, well, I have something to get off my chest as well. You know, last week when they, uh, when your landlord had, uh, people come inspect your, uh, uh, there might be a gas leak in the house, inspect your, uh, you know, your unit. Stove. And then he says, yeah. And he goes, they weren't doing that. What they were doing was uh, like scanning your entire house to make a 3D model <laughs> so we could recreate it. So, yeah, they recreated the guy's house too. Like they, they recreated, recreated like the, the budget house. is so nutty. Like yeah, it's the wor the biggest this waste. Show? Uh, huh? This is a show or yeah, a yeah, bar? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I so, thought this was like a bar you can go to. No, no, no. Watch no. Well, music I mean, stuff. It is like it's there's a real life bar like well, the like this guy's house uh, that she like recreated. So what he did was and this is like where the like I think people don't realize like just how like smart the show is, is that the way he interacts, you think to yourself, there's no way like, you know, you could like solve for er every variable. But the way he asks the questions and the way he has like certain things set up, there's only so many different options of how you're going to respond. Like, you know, like if it's a joke or if like, you know, you laugh or you say yes, or you say you you're nervous or like, you know, every question that he asks this guy um, inhibits a certain response. And on top of that, he was rehearsing 
with someone who um, had video of this guy and got down all of his mannerisms and speech pattern and all that stuff. So this budget sounds ridiculous. Oh, it's truly <laughs> nutty. And I just watched the third episode and um, they're simulating uh, this person trying to raise a, a, a son on a farm by like by themselves and like and like but they're trying to speed up the process like they're trying to make it like a fast forward thing so they can get the experience of like the whole lifetime but in like soup like sped up so they literally have people coming in and going into the farm that like where she's planted seeds and putting like plants that are further and further along each day like just the amount of budget to have labor to do that and then to have all these plants and that's just like one element of like a truly like chaotically intricate because it gets more and more layered each episode with yes. the amount of like people he brings in even like you know even, like it's goes to the point <laughs> i mean it's entirely invasive like to one degree it's yeah it's uh there but uh it's to this point where bill was talking about uh karaoke or uh not karaoke but the trivia they have at this bar that we went to um the guy didn't want to cheat at trivia so what he did was found out what the answers were to the trivia nathan found out what the answers were to the trivia and had people throughout the city like where like he would normally go drop subliminal like messages or like drop like the answers to the trivia questions just like in happenstance like you know uh somebody spilled coffee on their shirt and she's like oh man curse this dkny like sweater and then somebody says what does dkny even stand for and then they say what the answer is and it's just like out of earshot of them it's like next to them but not to That's them crazy. So like he's getting all of these different answers. It's so it's so funny. It's it's so and where clever. Can I too. Watch this? Hmm? And where can I watch it? HBO. This HBO. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's started. this show is so nutty. It's like, and and it just gets. I can't wait to watch more of it because it gets more and more layered, and just and similar like similarly like when you're watching Nathan for you, you're like, I can't believe how fucking far he's gone with this concept. And this is definitely a progression in terms of concept and in terms of execution and the budget like allows for that. So it's just like, yeah, amazing. No, it's like, I don't know what the return is on whatever the budget is. He's getting, I don't know. I, yeah, I can't imagine. It can't, it can't be, you can't be netting. It has to be. In the, the amount of sets that he builds for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> it's no reason to have it. The people he hires. It's 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 crazy. Um he does a really good job of like opening up what you can do with a certain budget and a crew. Um instead of just like, you know, doing a regular TV show, he's like, what else can we do with this crew? Like, you know, what is like he maximizes like, you know, what like the opportunity uh with mm -hmm. the amount of money he has um for the show. But great show. Um that I, I agree, Bill. It's it's a good one. Let me say, um with uh taking taking something and maximizing it, uh Rick and Morty season six is coming out soon. Yeah, Whoa. I'm not great at this show. <laughs> but um yeah no i'm excited i just heard 
uh, yesterday that Rick and Morty's coming back in September 4th. I just binge watched all three of the last seasons, uh, five, four, and three, just during work because I've been super bored. So, hearing Rick and Morty's Rick and Morty's coming back is uh, super exciting. Do you guys watch it? I I watch uh, Rick and Morty. I actually just binged the fifth season, uh, like maybe last week. This last week by folding clothes. I was just like, I was like, this is a great. It's still top top notch, top notch show. I really like how they ended it. It's it's like, oh yeah, actually, uh, it, 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 it's it's they always they always have really good endings uh, to the seasons, uh, like like putting them in real different spots than they were at the like the season before. Exactly, and last season I feel like it ended not as harsh as uh, like season four did. It seems more like season six is going to be a lot funner than like the past few ones have actually been a lot crazier. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I'm so glad they went back to uh, the Citadel of Ricks, and you got to see what happened this sequel to that uh, to that last episode, the last Citadel of Ricks episode. That yeah. Was, I, I never would have guessed Evil Morty was doing what he was doing. I thought it was going to be some, like, kill Rick scheme or something like that. To, no, like... It, it, they really, like, they really go, like, deep into what the, like, you know, what the actual themes are. And, like, wow. they really, like, more than they've ever, like, that they ever needed to. And then they also do like the stupidest things, like the Rick with two crows, like was was fantastic. Um, I, 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 I love that so much. That was actually the saddest episode for me because I I don't know, man. Just I love Morty and Rick together. It's just like, although Morty's always like depressed around him or whatever, it's like. I don't know, like, Morty's nothing, not nothing, but he's kind of like Jerry without Rick to me. So it's just like, that was like, ah, this is good for Rick, but man, I need them to get back together. So Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely one-sided. And uh, I, I just love the idea of the, I mean, that's kind of why they work so that's kind of why they work so well together is like just morty is just like that perfect like uh balance against him that what he talks about he always talks about it, he goes no the reason i can go around the universe is my energy counters your energy because you're the dumbest person <laughs> like i know uh but uh no i i really enjoyed uh this one i love um i, I and I really enjoy the aspect of showing how someone just being uh, super intelligent is a like one of the most dangerous, one of the best superpowers like, you know, that you could possibly have. Like, you know, it's not Rick doesn't have any superpowers. He is just incredibly intelligent and. Yeah uh like you know it just he he can beat anybody just because of that fact exactly it's like his inventive uh cleverness can get him out of anything like he is basically god when you could just think of a way to fight god or just (laughs) 
like kill a Zeus like he does. Yeah, he, he kills a Zeus. Yeah. Just, or actually, he doesn't really kill him, but you know, no, he beats just him. fight him long enough for him to get killed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm a big fan. I'm glad it's coming back. I didn't know it was coming back so soon. Um. Yeah. About that. Yeah, I thought I should let everyone know, and then. I wanted to, I, another show I binged off of Rick and Morty was Solar Opposites on Hulu. Have either of you seen that show? I've, I've seen advertisements for it, um, have not uh, delved, uh, I have not dug into it. I won't speak long on this, but my, the reason I love this show is it comes from Justin Rowland, or Royland, sorry if I said his name wrong. But he's one of the animators. He's Rick's voice. Um, one of the writers on Rick and Morty. He's Morty's uh, voice, yeah. That, it, he's both. Oh, yeah. I guess he's Morty's voice, too, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not super first on everything, but I know he's at least Rick's, so I guess he's Morty's. And he made a show where it's without Dan Harmon, and it's about two alien... Well, it's about an alien family, and in the show, it's just... It's the same lines of Rick and Morty with its craziness. Um, it's rated R. There's a lot of, you know, like, random people getting killed and stuff like that. But it has a really cool, like, C plot line that follows the show. So, like, on Rick and Morty, you know how, like, Rick basically hates canon. He'll even break the fourth wall to be like, I'm not doing this canon-y bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this show doesn't have that where, um, there's a really cool subplot line of, of the wall. I'll just leave it at that. The wall that they just keep coming back to for the last three seasons. And yeah, I watched all three seasons in like five days cause it was, it was awesome. I almost like it a little bit more than Rick and Morty sometimes. Oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's fresher. Um, you know, it's a kind of a little bit more fresh uh show but and i can understand that um but it also like follows more of like a like rick and morty's fun because they kind of make fun of the tv show plot line or like what makes a tv show so this one doesn't do that as much where it like is an actual tv show so the like if something comes up it's not something you're not gonna see for three seasons just because you know rick doesn't like canon or are they just don't want to do? It. I mean, it, it's it must it has to they must be beating it like both ways because it's because obviously they like it the the writers because they keep going back to that stuff. But uh, um, yeah, no, that's uh, I, I I I can see how kind of more streamlined uh, thing would be would be fun, um, you know, from the same creators. I I know that they got the. Some of the writers are also working on uh, lower decks on the from from Star Trek. So it's like Star Trek plus Rick and Morty, which is like it's the uh, I don't know if either one of you guys have heard of it, but it's basically like Starfleet. And but instead of like seeing what the captains are doing and like everybody at the like the on the bridge, it's all the people that work in like engineering and like the lower like basically like the janitors and the lowest ranked Starfleet officers. So it's, it's pretty funny concept. It's uh you know, they just kind of do whatever they want. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of like that. 
But what about this? What are we talking about these upcoming uh, red tie-ins? Uh, as your trusty navigator, I thought I should just tell uh, fans about what's upcoming in the more up-to-date One Piece. And I was I was hoping, okay. Bill, that, make, Bill that means did me. you hear about this recently? The red the film Red Tines that's going to be in the anime soon? Uh, yeah, I heard there. I don't know to what extent. I didn't, like, look into it that much. Um, you know, the thing with, the, like, with the film Red, like, I realized how kind of out of the loop I am this week when I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be in theaters, like, this week. But it's that's in Japan, like, only in, like, three other countries or something. So I have the week off this week. I was like, oh, it's going to be a perfect vacation weekend. I'm going to go see a film Red. It's going to be fucking awesome. No, it's not coming out until like fall or something. I right? I don't think we even say, have a release it's date. It's going to be a perfect weekend. I'm going to go to Japan and watch Red. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, actually, that's what I should have done. I was like, wow, you had this all planned out. Now, it's not coming to the States. I don't think till the movie, at least. I think in November. It's sometime in fall. Uh, <sighs> but next week, the anime is going to start three episodes, three episode long series of like Luffy and the main character. Then, yeah. The character that's on all the posters and stuff. Yeah. I was going through some of these, uh, film red, like character designs. And some of these characters look fucking awesome when they're film red designs. I love it. I love the new, uh, character that he he's brought into and i think the um hairstyle i like that he's uh brought that from uh ulti this uh, yeah this is cosplay central right here this is gonna be a big <laughs> cosplay for the year i'm gonna call yeah. it right now i'm um, hyped i do not cosplay, but maybe i will this time maybe whoa I will. whoa first crossplay there's yeah. always the first one exactly <laughs> but yeah no these are gonna start these this week uh three long series uh, three episode long series just describing the history between Luffy and the main character and Shanks. So, um, kind of exciting, kind of filler, but you really know, it's jealous. awesome. Real, real jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. This, I'm trying to get my girlfriend caught up so she can see the movie with us. Oh, wow, that's a motivation here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She like started it. And she was doing a good pace, and I was like, you know, there's a movie for Shanks coming out soon. And, oh, and you just had to oh. say the S word, baby. Oh yeah, no, she would have. She would have been like, yeah, I don't even need you to be there, man. Shanks is gonna be there. I, I mean, I'm just gonna be all. I, I need you to step back for a second while I just look at this man. That was, that was my. Uh, I I knew it when I figured that out. I was showering. I was like, if I just say Shanks, she's she's gonna want to catch up. Yeah, and now she's like two hundred chapters away. So, pretty fun. That's not that bad. No, nah, not at all. But you know, what every like every airport, like she takes a lot of flights, and she'll just read fifty chapters there and back. So, realistically, she'll be caught up in like two months. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, they go by real fast. Uh, just like these episodes that we're discussing today. I don't know about you guys, but I got some stuff to say about what's been going on in Water 7. 
Um, me too, because let me let me just start off. If we're getting into these episodes, let me just make it clear what's going to happen right here to to the two of you and to all the fans. We are now entering uh, the episode that will officially be the Tom Appreciation episode. So this is when we're going to enjoy some time talking about Tom, best boy, nicest guy, doing his best, doing all the good things. We love to see him. We love to see him happy. Oh, man. Tom smile, best smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. man. Tom, I'm glad you said it because if you didn't say appreciation, I was going to be sad. I love Tom. Uh, yes. Is- absolute appreciation pod. You just want to give him a big hug all the time. You know what I mean? Like, wish. Yeah, you just want to go over there and give him like you know the biggest, biggest kiss right on the right on the mouth, like you know it's just it's he's he's such a great character. So I mean, uh, this group of episodes is is kind of uh, we've gotten these before, like a flashback, uh, flashback arc, um, you know that's kind of setting up where we are, uh, with our main plot, especially with. As much as it's a story about Tom, it's also kind of Frankie's backstory. Yeah. Um, and what I wanted to say, like, you know, uh, uh, off the beginning is like, I think that if what I'm thinking is true, because neither one of you guys have confirmed that, like, if Frankie's going to be a straw, I'm like, I'm 99.99% sure that Frankie's going to be a straw hat, but... That's a bold percentage. That's yeah. No, I'm I'm I feel like I'm in my Duffy. Um, I very bold though. I see this, and I'm thinking if this is true, this is the best introduction arc, more the most organic introduction. Introduction arc. flashback. It or introduction arc for a character. Oh, really? Like, cause I did not like, you know, it's like, we go from the first couple of arcs, like maybe the first five arcs or so we kind of knew that this person is going to join the team. Yeah. It's heavily signaled. You know that this person is, and you know, a lot of times it's because the person's on the, in the opening credits. um, (laughs) Yeah. The opening credits give away too much always. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yeah. that's always that's I I always expect. That. I mean, but that wasn't the case here. And either way, the well, I mean, it's always kind of apparent that these people are gonna like you know uh, join the join the crew. But um, you know, that's I I absolutely enjoy, and I think this is probably like from a technical aspect. I think some of the best uh, work Oda's done of interweaving this uh character in with the rest of uh our straw hat crew um because like up until now you really 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 think that this is like the straw hats story like you know and but and it is but then they interweave like a very very heavy um an important story for another character that we just met um and the whole time you like this person might not have been considered a main like you know character um of this arc 
because we have so much other stuff going on, you know, with the Supin Nine. And, uh, you know, we have like, you know, the other, um, you know, with the, what's going on with Luffy and, uh, and why am I all of a sudden forgetting his name? Uh, Usopp, um, Luffy and Usopp, what's going on with them? I'm just thinking of the, I'm thinking of the, uh, the Luffy Pauly team that we saw earlier. Oh no, that was, that was, that was pretty awesome too. That's, uh, and like you know what's going on with robin there's enough you know plot out there by itself that you wouldn't think that this would like you know that there would be they they very did a very good job uh masking you know this other plot that's going on in the middle of all this um i very much enjoyed it um having said that uh what did you guys uh think of uh you know uh this uh this set I think these episodes are amazing. I mean, I think, you know, it starts off, we get we get to see, like, uh, CP9 roll up on, on Frankie and Usopp. Um, and it's kind of interesting how each episode, like, starts, like, at that place, even though they go right back into the flashback. Oh, yeah, that's the total um, anime thing, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, they give you like, a little they move? bit. Just give you a little bit, and then they're like, oh, no, just flashback. Just kidding. But yeah. the flashback, I do think this is like an amazing flashback, and Tom, amazing character. Like the like, I love his. Uh, in this translation, they like his little speech pattern is to do it resolutely. Like everything is done with passion and resolution, and like, um, in the first translation that I saw, I love they had uh, with a dong. <laughs> you do it with a dong, like. <laughs> I always love that translation. That's like, I think the Kaizo Kua fan sub translation, but yeah, I love this character. Uh, we also see uh Kokoro san young looking sexy as hell. Um, and you know, they just got a good thing going and Tom is a, is a catfish fish man. Also cool. I wanted to confirm uh, that. Yeah. I was like, it's fish man, right? It's fish man. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. And, um, uh, we also, this is also where we see different, like, kind of the gradient of how the Navy operates because you have Spandom who is like the ultimate, like I use my power, I abuse it, blah, blah, blah. But then the judge in the case of, um, in the case of like Tom's trials, like the first one for building the Oro Jackson, which is the ship that Goldie Roger sailed. Did not know that. Did um, they name drop that here? Because I, was... I think this is the first time we get the name of it. Yeah. Okay. I the did Oro not catch Jackson. It at all. Yes, they did. Yes, they said the Oro Jackson in the first uh, the first trial. Mm-hmm. But I think this might be the first time. I think Justin's saying this is the first time we've heard that name in the yeah. series, and I think that's true. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, which is also like it's also such a great like when we first see this character, like who is he? Why is he important? Like okay, he's like Frankie's kind of like father figure. Oh, he made the Oro Jackson, like mm-hmm. cool character that we're following now. Right. Um, and I, you know, we always get these like tertiary characters to Roger and that's always exciting. It feels like you're getting, when you get these characters, it feels like, Oh, by knowing who this character is and getting their story, we're a little bit closer to the one piece. You know, it feels like a tangible move forward in a way. Yeah. It makes all of these, uh, stories like you know you hear like all of a sudden they become just a little little bit more real like it's Mm -hmm. like you know just 
that and it's like it's almost always ends up seeming like treasure because it's like oh this person built goldie rogers ship like they must like you know that's it's like they must know like they must know magic or something because you know they Mm. built the ship for you know the king and the pirates and um we also see that tom is no joke in terms of strength because he literally throws a ship in the air and then throws the masts onto it this is this is a fucking swag move right here man he's just laughing about it too and i'm like tom you go get it you get it yeah this is my guy uh but uh yeah no the i mean the obviously the punishment for uh making goldie rogers ship is you know the to get uh to get executed out yeah yeah uh, to get taken out but um you know tom has uh a righteous plan to you justin is that obvious that just because he made Mm -hmm. the ship he should die no, I, I mean that—that that is the logical thing. That I mean, if he's putting on trial, they mentioned that he's the like you know, the, he made Goldie Rogers' ship. It's like, well, association with uh, this person, uh, yeah, you might go down. Like, there's not a. This seems like they're if if they're getting rid of Goldie Rogers, they're getting rid of like all of his uh, affiliates. Um, you know, uh, it's a. Uh, it's, it's just crazy to me that they would, I don't know. It's like, why not hire him for the government? Why not use him for yourself? He's obviously good at his job. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's what we get to from what Tom does. But to me, that when they're like, we're going to kill you for the, because of Oro Jackson, I'm just like, this, man, the One Piece politics always just, every time we learn more about it and, we see how they handle their things. It just, it just surprises me even more. Yeah. It's always like, and everyone's opinion is always swayed so greatly. Like in the one piece universe, it's like, well, <laughs> I see how there was honor in that. I guess he's like, you know, exempt from all of these crimes he might've committed. No, that's not what he did. He, no, I, I, uh, I, I understand. Like I, I, I get it. Uh, but you know, me, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the bylaws. Like I have the book open and it says, it says it right here. You build the ship for the, for the King of the Pirates. I mean, it's black and white. You get the execute. You get it. You get executed. Black and white. Clear Not as mine. day. Black By the bylaws. Pirate King shipbuilder. Dead. Yeah. Oh, you keep building the ships for pirates. That's, that's punishable. Like, look, it's out of my hands. What am I going to do? Right. You get 10 to 20. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but uh yeah (laughs) but no he got this nice judge and i mean he's basically he trades right um makes a plea deal yeah he says like you know i can you know since the age of pirates began um i can build what you know was known as the now as, as the sea train um to connect all these islands um so you know trade and commerce can you know continue at water seven which has since then become like destitute it's like they are not able to get resources to and from there people are like you know scraping by um you know it's you know not looking too great for them um but tom's gonna fix it you know because you know tom's a good guy 
Um, going to add some value to the government and to the island by building the the first sea train, which was um, another accomplishment that Tom had while they were going through, which was really cool that he uh, knew how long it would take for him to do it. He didn't even... Um, he gave himself 10 years and he was like, yeah, we'll build a sea train in 10 years. Give me 10 years. He didn't even ask to uh, not be killed after the 10 years. It was just give me 10 years to do the sea train. Also, yeah. uh, a testament to his, his shipbuilding talents. He does this all out of scraps that are just on the island. The entire sea train is just scrap shit. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's like that's like the cherry on top. And maybe I don't know if we're going to go back and uh, touch on it. We also get a great introduction to Frankie, to babyface Frankie. Young um, Frank. Still looking good. <laughs> <laughs> still looking. I love this. I love these Frankie looks like throughout this flashback. I love yeah. uh, like, you know, the 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 shirt the uh like you know the open the bare chest uh look it's 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 dope and frankie is just interested in building one thing shit that blows other shit up uh you know that's the what do they call it the the s or frankie what do they call the ss frankie or the um, the battle frankies battle frankies yes the the battle frankies so battle frankie one he's got he's got all kinds of battle frankies he's got like yeah, 35 yeah. or something yeah yeah that's a uh, pretty fantastic um and i like i get it i'm rooting like rooting for frankie be like yeah go blow that shit up um but uh obviously iceberg is like the other side of the coin he's just like no, you're you kind of you're wasting your time, and every time you build one of these things, you're building something that can kill somebody else. Um, but Tom doesn't seem to have a issue with it. Tom's of the mind that um, it isn't the ship is the ship; it's a tool. What the person does with it is like you know, irregardless of what the shipbuilder is uh, responsible Whatever. for. Whatever a man builds, I don't, ship or anything, they should be proud of it. So yes, even if he's not building ships, because he built a train, technically, he's not even just building uh, ships. You got to build it and love it. So that's why Frankie could build all these weapons. I'm always confused why Frankie loves weapons, even as a kid, like what his purpose in loving the weapons are. But well, I think I think. Um... One of the things I was paying attention to is just about Frankie's parents. And they said that he was abandoned, but we don't know why or like. Yeah. And so there's a there's a question of like, oh, like who were his parents? And is his obsession with weapons in some way due to his like trauma of losing his parents or like why they abandoned him or like because he's very clear about wanting to be able to take down sea monsters with the weapons and it does lead to question like okay is that in some way related to some trauma that he has around sea monsters maybe that's part of why he's not with his parents now you know there's questions there that i have well yeah, yeah like 
it's also yeah, interesting because he yeah. also says uh frank like yeah, they, uh, they ask frankie and he says well i'm gonna use the sea monster to fight other sea monsters um like that's his that's what his use case is for this sea monster um but yeah no i i i was getting a little bit of that uh uh earlier and i don't know what exactly like you know the like you know the full-on uh story behind it is um but uh i mean i always thought you know he's a kid he's like that's what kids that's what's that's what kids like they want to see you want to see something blow up make a gun yeah and it, whatever when when you do it make a gun like can you make a gun out of it um which i mean honestly that's not a a child yeah. adolescent idea that's a, a full-grown adult idea as well so um coincidentally uh, while i'm watching uh this arc i'm also going through um uh, an audiobook on the manhattan project um and you know the people uh you know the the so many winners of the nobel peace prize uh, coming together to build the means of their own destruction, like building the most, like, you know, heinous, ridiculous uh, uh, weapon, like, you know, uh, uh, and all mankind, uh, you know, and all for the sake of, you know, honestly, like, personally, all of them was probably for the sake of science. Um, having infrastructure and being able to build this thing was the real like you know impetus for like you know the for everything like you know it's you know you have you know albert einstein um uh you know uh oppenheimer you have teller uh you have and like you know in Puerto rico um got the Nobel Peace Prize in Italy, uh, or he was from Italy, got the Nobel Peace Prize, went to accept the Nobel Peace Prize, and just dipped out um, right after getting it to uh, leave to America because, you know, the, that's the only way he could escape. Um, you know, just all this, you know, crazy, um, you know, uh, stuff happened and all these people that built these, uh, weapons that, you know, that's not for the destruction of, uh, you know, entire nations, even though that's what it gets used for. Um, it just ends up, that's, that's it. How can we make a gun out of it? You know, it whatever. Doesn't whatever a weapon it, until, it doesn't become a weapon until somebody uses it as a weapon. So, you're right. These people aren't even making weapons. They're making, they're just doing science. And then someone's hands gets on it, just like Frankie's. Or uh, when Frankie's shooting them at the sea, the sea Kings, then they become weapons. But really, Frankie probably just likes to have things shoot. Yeah, he just <laughs> likes to blow, blow, you know, blow stuff up. Um, exactly. You know, that's a, it's, it's very interesting. If, I mean, you can go all the way. It's even uh, Alexander Nobel, the you know the person who started the Nobel Peace Prize, right? What was he most famous for? But building dynamite. <laughs> He's oh uh, you know, man, is that what it was? Yeah, you didn't know that. 
No, I thought I was saying you could do a lot of push-ups. No, I mean, that would be pretty cool, too. But, uh, no, he, he, uh, you know, he invented dynamite. And he, like, after building dynamite and basically, like, uh, a precursor to everything that came after, he was like, um, I'm going to start an institute that uh, dedicated to uh, strives for uh, peace and science and knowledge. <laughs> and he, you know, that's why he started that uh that uh, organization. So yeah. one thing that I that I think you know related to this, uh, there's there's a guy in these episodes who I don't think is trying to create peace, uh, and that is Spandom. Ugh. So let's talk about this. Is like this is like truly one of the worst worst Ugh, guys. Guy. Um, and you think you hate him now, but you'll you'll really fucking hate him. So, but one thing I do like about Spandom. Got the mankind mask. He does get the mankind mask. He does get that later, and I was like, yeah, he does. Does he deserve it? Huh? No. I mean, no. it's a it's... disgrace to mankind that he. But has I hate this. his original nose, so I'm okay with it. I, okay. I hate this that is a good brown take. thing. I, I yeah, that brown nose. I don't know what that is. So <laughs> just yeah, just give him the the mask. I don't need to see his face. Hate well, that guy. I understand what you're saying, Bill, about him not deserving it because he it's like when you see him again, he looks so cool and you're like, oh, maybe he like leveled up and he got real cool. No, he didn't. He did not. And also because I love mankind and I don't, I don't want to see his legacy. Right. I don't want to see his legacy be, you know, trampled upon <laughs> Tarnished. in one piece. Yes. Did flex really hard when he designed Spandam. Even his clothes design... Not I like his hit when you see him after the flashback, but his uh yeah his clothes design is really cool to me. I would I'd rock that fit. <laughs> oh man, no! I mean, first of all, let's be honest. All navy outfits are pretty awesome. That's they're, they're, yeah. These are Justin's favorite outfits. These, yeah, the Justin's weird. favorite outfits. Yeah, give me that What's coat that, that hangs off my shoulders. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i do not love the marine i do actually do that sometimes i uh like when we're out and i at our wedding me and my girlfriend had to go to mm -hmm. instead of like putting my arms through my jacket i was like i'm going marines mode and just Ooh. put my jacket on my shoulder oh, that's a move that is a move as you walk up and you taped mm -hmm. and you taped uh the word justice to your back no. <laughs> no. If anything, I'll have a Jolly Ranch, Jolly Roger, uh, a Jolly Rancher, <laughs> Jolly Rancher taped to my back. No, I have a Jolly Roger spay paint, spay paint. I can't talk. Spay painted on my back or something. Ah, oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Me, I'm getting no, Marines. I'm Another thing. Guy. Speaking of Marines, the thing I gotta, I think I gotta just like place in here that needs to be said before we get too far away from it we do see the five elder stars the goro say first time we see them no it's not the first time okay but cool. it's one of the very few times and so like you know i think if you add up the total footage of these motherfuckers in the whole series even up to now there's probably maybe like three minutes max yep so these are the guys um, that uh what's his face uh saddam what's his name Sada. who Who's the who's the who's the guy we don't like? Spandam. Spandam. Yeah. So it's oh, the yeah. guy is the talking to Spandam. Yes, yeah. this was the one okay. he had the meeting with to yeah. uh, tell He's... them that 
on he believes is in possession at um yeah the ones he was yeah. crying and boohooing about and yeah. at this time he's head of cp5 <laughs> and so again, he... all these organizations get announced like uh, immediately after meeting the people <laughs> all the secret organizations so he does level up technically because oh, yeah, cp9 is the is the level up to five? I think I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. He's get head of it. He's like he's. I guess he's head of the whole CP. It's like being head of the CIA. Um, you know. Um, so uh, yeah. No, and he's in charge of these these bad boys and bad lady. Yeah, I I don't want us to also miss the awesome character Iceberg, who already was shown, but. I think he does great as a youngin to be Frankie's friend and kind of the mature person in his ear to tell him, like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't be doing these weapons. Like, although they're, you know, you want to do them, they're fun. But me personally, I loved Iceberg's whole character design, his demeanor, even in the flashback, how they showed him being uh showed that why he is going to be the mayor he was a leader back then to even um when he was i don't know how old he he's, is in that he's part. a very um uh tempered and mannered like very uh words couldn't figure out the words good words yeah um to be able to handle big decisions like that and rationally uh, handle those those sort of things. So, whereas Tom, though Tom's like awesome and he's you know right, um, Tom is a bit of a dreamer and a bit more of an optimist than um, you know Iceberg. And um, you know that might be what gets Tom at the end is being a little bit too optimistic about certain aspects of. Um, of things um i see it more as iceberg is a he is a born leader tom leads more an example it's not something he necessarily desires or requires or even like thought of it's more that he has such a passion for ship ship building and engineering in general and he's so good at it it leads to him leading while iceberg just has those uh like you're saying he's tempered uh and well-mannered where he has those actual leadership qualities that uh he show all the time yeah no i agree and, and um what leads to tom I, yeah, I don't think Tom has a downfall. Uh, when Spandam does do this trickery, um, if we follow the plot a little bit. Um, oh, when, okay, yeah. He gets shot with a fucking... Harpoon. A, like a brutal, yeah, brutal harpoon. Yeah, that that whole scene. And they get shot by the, uh, Frankie's battleships before yeah. that. Um, somehow to survive, they just kind of just you know swim back to ship after getting blasted by some cannons. No biggie. And then yeah, it takes a harpoon and 
Um, the trial starts right then. He then shrugs and... it off. He's like, Psh, don't worry about this harpoon. He pulls that sucker out and he's like, Were any of you guys crying during this whole trial? Because I, I could say I was holding back tears. Oh, yeah, I get misty eyed watching this. Yeah, I get very misty eyed. He's all his result, uh, or resolve. His resolve and how he speaks of. Everything he does is like, honestly, that's that's how I would want to live. So, like, while I'm watching that, it's just like, man, this is amazing. I I I love Tom, just how he stands up for it. And while Spandam is just trying all his trickeries to like win, uh, Tom just stands there and um, plays him again. And I think when... Yeah, he makes another deal. He makes another deal, basically, to spare Iceberg and Cuddy Flam, who we now know as Frankie. Uh, oh, yeah. I love I love that he has a double name in this arc. It's so fucking cool. Cuddy Flam. Like, mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Um, and that should be his... Because uh... I, I, like, <laughs> I like how um, a lot of this arc is about characters having double identities, right? Like, yep. Nico Robin has the, her identity as, like... Like who she is with the straw hats and who she is without them. Um, we see Frankie uh, as Cuddy Flam. We see CP9 as like like everyone in this arc sort of has a double identity, including including Iceberg to some extent as like shipwright now turned uh, mayor. Um, and it won't be the last of this theme. Um, and it's really like I didn't think about that until just now, but that's definitely like. A double, it's like a double identity arc. Like everyone's got their little secret. Well, other uh, uh, I mean, that's a, it's, it's pretty common in One Piece. I mean, you can go, I mean, the captain of the Baratier, like, you know, he like, you know. Right. But I'm not, I'm not talking about just in the past. I'm talking like in the, like in the moment, there's like secret identity. Like, I don't yeah. think, I don't think Zeph has necessarily a secret identity. I think. Yeah. It's all about just like they brought up in the, when you get to the island, this arc is all about the mask we wear. Yeah, yeah. Wearing masks outside, and Robin is wearing her mask to her crew. Tom wears a mask to everyone on the island because he also has this secret identity of was he a pirate or not? Did he? To me, I I always wonder was he also a pirate with uh, Roger for a little bit, and then just decided to come back, and because he had other things to do, we never really dig too deep into that but it's like he was also a pirate shipbuilder um frankie was once human (laughs) um now he's something else uh iceberg used to be a low life now he's and i'm reaching a little bit here but Mm -hmm. everyone's wearing different types of mask and um yeah it's the straw hats just kind of not wearing a mask through anything that really pulls everything apart. Yeah, no, it's a, they go into this place that's, I mean, it's, it's a centrifuge after centrifuge after centrifuge of like, you know, layer after layer, like of this, of this plot coming undone. And uh, I think there's a point where, to me, it gets a, a a little bit a little bit ridiculous, uh, but I'll talk about that later. Um, 
but uh is there anything else we want to talk about like within this like you know flashback uh yes that tom has the blueprints and he gives them oh to, that's uh, right yes. and i'll tell you i was reading these fucking subtitles extra close every time they talked about the pluton i was like exactly i was like i was like pausing it to read like the syntax and the context of every word because i'm still like piecing together certain things in the world and i and like look at coming back to these chapters like especially right now i'm like gotta oh i was really i was really tearing it apart i was really like pause every time like every new phrase i was like let me read this extra close yeah, the Pluton uh, blueprints, I think, is the most important uh, part of the flashback to me. I'm glad you you did bring it up. I didn't look as hard into the details. I just, I well, the first time I've seen this arc, I didn't, um, I kind of missed this flashback. I used to skip flashbacks because I knew they were going to be sad. When I was like, hey, I was like 14 or something or 12. I was like, these are going to be sad. I, I don't want this. Rashad, you know, you know how much, how many times I've watched Goku travel Snake Road. Do you know hey, how many wow. times I've watched it? I don't that is some filler. That is some filler that, that I did is, not that see. That is brutal filler. I do yeah, like I when he goes to hell, though. No, that is, cool. that is cool. That's I why I'm just talking about the snake red part. I never mm. thought flashbacks were filler. It was just, I knew they were going to be super sad. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, like, <laughs> I can't keep handling this. Like, I just want to see people fight. <laughs> if we can't get flashbacks, we don't get Shanks losing his arm. And we miss one of the best moments in all of One Piece. Yeah, bro. I'm like eight reading that. That was rough. I was like, I love this guy. Yeah, I know. And he's awesome. Because you're like, oh, man. It's like when you, it's like, you know, a pirate, like, you know, they lose their hand, they get the hook hand. And it's like, no, this guy lost an arm, like his entire arm. And he's badass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. It was very. In the beginning, I, I it was hard for me to watch the flashbacks because I always knew they were going to be sad. So this time, just looking at the flashback, I was really just enjoying like Tom's response to also when he gave them the Plutons. He was like, "I don't really care what you do with it. If you do it, you make it. You do you make it. But if not, you know, I need to give this to you so the government doesn't have these. I I really." Once again, enjoyed Tom's uh, how he handles the situation. And what do you think the um, idea is behind a making it to begin with, or at least crafting the blueprints? Um, well, did Tom does Tom because it's an ancient weapon? Did Tom craft those blueprints, or were they like given to him? Uh, I actually have a an idea of a certain idea of what the blueprints are, and I don't want to say it because it, it, it kind of involves information that I've like that we have after this arc. Um, but I just think there's there's a lot to like if you read these subtitles and like you know this the way they're talking closely, like I think there's kind of more to it than meets the eye, like more to than I, than I took for granted upon like initial watch, watch throughs of this. Okay. Well, listeners, 
mark that in your to-do list for um, every, let's see, what, what are we at? Uh, 250. Every 50 episodes we go through, remember to write in and ask Bill if we got into that part yet where we can circle back. You won't. For... <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a while. Yeah, it's, it's actually a while. it's actually it a, yeah. Okay. Do it anyway. I I when I was seeing the uh them talk about Pluton and reveal not revealing it but him revealing that he has it. It was passed down from the shipbuilders. So, um, to me, I. The crafting, it's hard for me to get theories on, like, the ancient weapons because they're so abstract. Uh, but I do agree with Bill uh, to a certain degree without um, giving away any of anything that he's trying to say that crafting it is more than meets the eye and it's not... Um, it's not just shipbuilding, um, or else Frankie wouldn't be who Frankie is. Um, and that's just my take on it, where I think Frankie does play importance to what Pluton is, um, since he is the character who uh, it's centered around in at least what, like where we are in One Piece right now, since Tom is dead. Um, so I try to take in what maybe Frankie's interests are when he builds. If it's mm. hard to talk about this, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, so. um, well, I, I was just, I was just wondering. It's just like, it's like, uh, how did Tom get these blueprints? Like, you know, whether or not, like, you know, the, the what the blueprints actually are. I mean, I, I believe the shipbuilders have it. Like. I could be wrong though, but I think it's something that was secretly passed down from the shipbuilders of the island to the best. Oh, okay. Uh, the next generation of the uh, best uh, bu builder or engineer or whatever. Okay, that makes more sense. That, that's yeah. That's I was I a little be bit... wrong though, Bill. Do you? I I think that's what they said, right? Um, I don't remember if they said specifically how it was handed down um, or how Tom came in possession of it. Are they Toms um, is like, I guess, a, a good question. Like, are I they don't Tom's think that's been explicitly said. And my personal opinion on it is. Um, oh, you're asking if it's Tom. Tom created the blueprints himself. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, uh, he he's obviously giving. He he gives them blueprints, so it's not like uh, the blueprints actually in the sky. Um, yeah, it, it, to me, it's like to I think it's probably something Tom may have observed and made blueprints based off of. Okay. What? That, that's see, that's a Whoa. that's interesting. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta take. Saw something totally see, different. This from is scratching the surface am, here. This is pretty interesting. Thousands of chapters ahead with Bill. What Bill? Man, no, I that is not something I ever thought of that 
I I think I I don't say my oh, my okay. opinion. Hey, okay. my opinion that Tom may have may have seen something that like like he was able to the same way that you know uh, Nami can make a map like Tom. No, can you make don't have to map. go any further. I I I I now I pick up everything that we yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that's. A... I'm gonna have to get and I I'm gonna have to think about that. Good job, guys. That's a good <laughs> question, Justin and. That, yeah, that... that's, what, that's what I'm here for as a new viewer. Like, you know, because yeah. you, you see something so often and, you know, sometimes it takes somebody out there to go ask a question that you just never heard before. It's, it's like, you know, huh, that's a good question. I, who knows? You know, like, if you guys give me permission, Bill, I might use this in, and Justin, I might use this in a YouTube video because that, I don't think anyone's ever said that or, I, I, I could be wrong, but I haven't heard anyone talk about it. But watching this arc after seeing, like, that's why I was paying a lot of attention to these episodes, especially after seeing some of the most recent chapters wow. of One Piece, like the current chapters. I, like, I think there are certain aspects of Tom that I was I was alluding to a little bit before Justin got on the call that yep. I think make it him, so that he particularly yep, yep, is yep, in a position yep, to yep, observe yep. things. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. that's what you get from this show, right? We yeah. get into it. We get into the nitty gritty, the, only the way that we can, where we like, you know, just dissect. And at the end of the day, it's all speculation, but it's all fun. You know, it's you're having fun. We're having fun. We're we're figuring it out. Like, you know, that's like, you know, it's it's nice to see, like, you know, things one way like you know and it just him just making the blueprint like you know him observing and making the blueprints and him getting handed the blueprints that's like two totally different interpretations that are that's really like interesting like one is just as interesting as the other yeah. um because then it's like if he gets handed the blueprints who handed him those blueprints <laughs> right. you can go that way or if, like you know the like it's a whole other uh, scenario if um, he drew those blueprints himself and he handed them off. Um, I, think, one thing... okay, so I think where I got that from was band. I think Spandom said that where he's like, I think he was saying, I believe the shipbuilders have this blueprint that they've been passing down. I think mm -hmm. that's where I got that original take from. Cause you might be right. Bill, uh, Tom does not say that, but I know some, Somewhere in the series, they they don't say that that's the reason, but someone is speculating that's the reason. So, mm. um, yeah, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, dual uh, identity to a theory right here from Bill Cipher. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Captain Bill steering the ship a little bit. Um so one thing, th this is clearly up for interpretation, right? There's different mm -hmm. ways to interpretate this. One thing that's not up for interpretation, Eni's Lobby. No criminal has ever returned from Eni's Lobby. And that's where they're taking Tom. And they're taking him on the sea train that he built. This is just, this just hurts, you know? And what you see, is, and this, this is where I really got misty-eyed. This is where, who is when Frankie tries to stop the sea train and he just gets out in front of it and he's saying 
he's basically like recounting how much he appreciates Tom and how he wants to build his own dream ship. And he's like, Tom, please come back and teach me. But we know that he won't come back. And fuck, it hurts. And Frankie gets just ran over by the train that he helped build. And this is also, we see Yokozuna, the frog, is there. This is where he got the idea to start standing in front of the train, too. And he's like, we still see to this day Yokozuna standing in front of the train trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. And man, this is just like such like, oh. Yeah, I um, I definitely the, uh, I definitely feel for. I think what makes it like like dampens that that feeling for me though is Tom's uh disposition. That Tom like through it all is happy. Yeah, you know, honestly, he's he comes at it. The only the only anger we see of him is when he jacks up uh frankie for um like disowning his ships oh yeah you know that's, that's the he, first time he's ever shown any aggression towards anyone as far as i exactly can tell. that's and you know the the fact that he was able to he's like no i'm able to save my friends i am like you know uh take me away like, you know, then he gets on the train and, you know, it for, I can't feel sorry for him because I don't think he feels sorry for himself. He doesn't see it as a, as a negative. Yeah. I don't need him to feel sorry about it, to feel bad that this guy, innocent no, guy. No, no, no. I mean, and that's what lessens it for me is that like, I feel happy that this like you know that he gets to it's not like it's not like a frankie thing where it's like oh i regret um mm-hmm. like you know something that yeah I, frankie really has the hardest yeah he 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 gets it the hardest but like you know tom i'm uh you know i i think it's i'm just like you you did it man maybe tell frankie to get off the damn railroad it's, uh, you know, it's just, <laughs> But uh, yeah. two characters die in the flashback technically, with uh Frankie getting hit by that train because he can't get over his regret. Um, the two the two sides of what Tom's decision is. Tom goes through with it, and he dies for it. And Frankie can't get over it, but he still dies for it. Comes back, but... Cutie Flam dies. Cutie Flam dies, exactly. You're right, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, was, was Frankie calling himself... Fra- I didn't even pay attention to this just now. But was Frankie calling himself Frankie or Cutty Flam in the flashback? Uh, no, because he calls the... Uh, he, what he calls the ships. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm questioning. Is he was he calling the ships the battle, Frankie, and his name was not Frankie? And then when he, like, kind of brought you know, himself back really, to the island. No, I think that they. I'm really questioning. I, I haven't. I wouldn't. That's a, that Bill. This has been an. This is guys. This has been an episode of great questions. That's. I do not know. I. I. I, bel- I could be wrong, but there is an episode where Frankie's leave. Young Frankie's leaving the house. And I think Kokoro, I could say her name wrong, Kokoro, she calls him Frankie before throwing him pants. She's like, wear pants before you go to the market. But 
Because I don't remember anyone calling him Cuddy. Cutty. Cuddy. Cuddy Because I would be I would be thinking of the Y the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think they call him Frankie. Yeah, I I would I I honestly didn't even pay attention. So. Yeah, no, that's a good question though, because it'd be cool if like you know that ended up being where he got the name from. Yeah, honestly, I, call I, his ship I Battle I, Frankie. I didn't even pick that up too. That the Battle Frankies would have been where he got his name from. I just I assumed his name was Frankie, and Cuddy Flam was just like a name. His his slave name given to him that he doesn't go by anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah. Then Frankie, after Frankie dies, uh, I believe the flashback ends, right? More or less. Um, no. Yeah, and then we go back to the main timeline. Frankie's getting taken away, and Usopp's like, "Hey," and then Luchi's like, "Excuse me," and Excuse Usopp me. says. No, just kidding. I wasn't. I wasn't saying nothing. I was just. Usopp I, punks I, out I was, again. And, yeah. Not Usopp. This is not your arc, buddy. You are not coming off. You know whose arc this is, though. Can we talk about Chopper getting everyone's body out of the fucking Chopper flames? Chopper the champ. Oh, oh my god. Show some resolve. Put uh, a W on his name. Yes. Whopper. He's Put winning. Put an S on that chest. You know what I'm He's talking about. He's winning. Yes. Oh my gosh, he was he is He comes he, out there with a with Zoro's sword in his mouth too. I was oh, like yeah. That's I was having cool. this moment. I was like, you know, imagine just imagine for a second. Imagine being one of these people who don't care about Chopper. Can we also this, give Nami me. props for getting beat up and thrown out of a window and just getting up? For yeah, first first to get back in action. Also, the way she reacts to the news about Robin's intentions from uh, Iceberg, very, like... Best girl? Yeah, like, mature, very, like, oh, this is so good. Because what she's most distraught about is that it, like, is that there was... There's that Robin static. wanted to leave the crew, that there was static between the crew, and that the family, the familial bond between the crew was in jeopardy in some way. And exactly. finding out that robin was not that was not her intention she's like i can just tell luffy and like the crew and we'll take care of this like we can like now that we know we can take care of this like before it was like robin's leaving because robin wants to leave and we're in turmoil but now it's like oh robin's doing this to protect us we can just protect robin and then we can get back to the normal crew and it's it's really a nice I mean, it, this goes all the way back to Arlong Park, like, you know, of her learning what friends are, the like, you know, through Luffy and, uh, like, you know, the crew. Because, like, you know, the Luffy teaches uh, um, Nami. Nami, like, you know, what it is to be a friend. And if that wasn't done for her, I... I would speculate that this wouldn't, this conversation, like, you know, she wouldn't be taking it in this sort of, uh, with this sort of attitude, um, that, uh, and I, and I love just like, you know, the, the, this show does it very, very well where it's always comes back to, cause this, like, I'm feeling the same thing where it's just like hope. It's just like, 
oh no, we can fix this. Um, this is mendable. Like, you know, this is, we'll just save her. That's, and that's like a given, like, you know, cause that's who they are to each other. Um, and you're right to bring up our long part. Cause it's, cause this is not this. Robin is doing exactly what not, Na, uh, Nami did at that point, which is tr- Nami. I don't know if Nami was trying to protect the crew at that point, but she was trying to protect something else and not allowing the crew to protect them. So yeah, she's like, I don't want your help. Like I'm exactly. going to do like, I'm going to go it alone, but this is like so much of one piece is sort of the, the chosen family. Right. Yep. And it's like, no, you won't go through it alone because we're here. Um, and that's one of the things that like, that's one of the things that always gets you about the bond between the crew is like, no, there, there is, there is no alone while we're here, you know? Um, and that's Unless something that, stop, I guess, you know, and just disrespect well, no, everyone. But that's Usopp the thing is, decided, did he, he decided to leave the crew at that point where it was his actual decision to leave the crew. It wasn't, I'm going to protect the crew or exactly. Um, that's why he's a scumbag. He wasn't, lying, he wasn't lying to himself. He actually wanted to leave and become a captain. Although it was, it, it may be for other reasons, but being big cool um, head, it, he, yep. he wanted to leave the crew, unfortunately at that point. I know it's, it's interesting. Like, you know, that you have these, uh, uh, different, these two different stories of two uh, different members of the crew actually uh, leaving. Um, and the, and they couldn't be more different, like of the stories, um, you know, the kind of the parallel uh, between both of them uh, do like, I think we skipped over the part where uh, one of the guys was like, you still hold on to this ship. And then he just like karate chops it. Oh, this just, was brutal. Oh my gosh. This hurts. Yeah. What's his name? Kaku. Kaku. Yeah. Kaka. Kaku. Just um, destroys the ship. Yeah. And this is where, this is again, where like, I wasn't expecting to get upset. For the Mary, it's an inanimate object, but then, you know, you got the Club Alter man that they keep evoking, and you're like, oh, I'm fucking sad. I'm sorry. Didn't get me. I was like, man, we should have ripped this Band-Aid off a long time ago. Initially, yes, (laughs) but it's like, it's on its last legs. Oh, that's blasphemy, Justin. It's it's done. Oh, man. It's done. No, no. But I, the, well, I think I think uh, you know. I, I I agree with both sides here. Like it, it is like you have to um, let go. Like <laughs> yeah, and 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 Usopp is really. I mean, he really threw away his whole crew for the Mary, uh, and that was a huge mistake. And I I understand why because uh, his concerns is that like the Mary being having this moment of weakness and being discarded reflects, you know, he feels that he's weak. And, and especially after his moment of weakness where he, the, he lost the money, uh, that you can really empathize with Usopp's state of mind here. And like, you know, while it might be panicked, uh, irrational thoughts, they are logical and they follow like a logical, and you can understand how someone would feel like this. And that's part of why it's upsetting. But there's also the part of you that's like, get the fuck over Usopp. It's a ship. Like, you know, but then when the Mary, I, and I can say that, but then when I see the Mary falling, I was like, 
no yeah. my heart you know as a friend what you do is you tie Usopp up let him kick and scream throw him somewhere and say eventually you'll thank me <laughs> like Damn, if, Captain Dustin oh no I like sometimes <laughs> like, look I got a little one right and <laughs> well some of what we're, are you gonna say tie him up no no what what I do is I will like you know he's says he wants like you know uh this toy or this thing and stuff like that and we've already like we've already discussed it and everything like that at the end of the day if he is not like you know with that i do the uh, the dad grab like i wrap my arms around like his arms hold him sideways like he's like you know a bag of logs and we are walking out <laughs> like i am <laughs> i am taking him kicking and screaming if i have to but i always let him know it's because i love you and <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you upset. Like you know, it's it's not what I want. I'm um, perfect for a child, but Usopp is not a child. Usopp is a child. It's, it's no, no, he is. You can't yeah, have Luffy like just pick him up and be like, "You're coming along with me, bud." You little weakling. It would not or be out of character for them to take him. Yeah, let him. It wouldn't have been out of character, but no. you, you, I. It, Thankfully, we have Zoro maturity to let Usopp feel these feelings because this is what makes Usopp great. He needs to let go of the ship at his own pace and see it get destroyed and see um, basically his uh, the thought of himself being destroyed while the ship is getting destroyed, you know? so That's an interesting point. Yeah, an extension um, of himself. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I think what we also got to talk about here is when Iceberg is talking to Nami about what was oh. like the words exchanged between him and Nico Robin. We get uh, we get two proper nouns here that, that I'm sure Justin you got uh, you have written down as well. The Devils of O'Hara. He says that uh, that Nico Robin is one of the Devils of O'Hara, and. This is the first time we've heard O'Hara, but clearly it's some place where, you know, Robin has been or something. And Robin takes extreme offense to this. And she's like, you don't know what happened on O'Hara. Um, and she also notes, um, or they, she also notes the reason why she's doing what she's doing is because the CP9 crew has the authority to do what is called a buster call. This is our first time hearing of the Buster Call as well, and this is a like a Navy tactic where they bring ten battleships in and they just fucking level an island. They just bring the shit to the ground, like yeah, with the best admirals, like you know, uh, available. Uh, like ten vice admirals, actually ten vice admirals. ten vice admirals. Yes, so yeah, the the no ten... joke. Yeah, the, the, they they will just level level house, um, you know. So, Robin's uh, Robin's like you know uh, scared of this, like you know this uh, thing that might happen. Um, I don't think it's the reason you should be punking out on your crew. Uh, crew? Oh, Justin. Oh <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you should, um, yeah, just wait for it. Just let, let time show what 
she really out of well no like in it was interesting because also um just like uh rewinding a little bit to the flashback i mean um there was uh another nod to robin with uh tom showing um uh frankie and iceberg the the wanted uh flyer oh yeah to robin, robin and without saying what it was or like you know them elaborating on it i'm like oh, damn they're really uh really dragging this out a little bit uh like you know there's all this stuff with uh, with robin my girl um but uh it i i can tell you that this was the episode that made my heart feel good knowing that robin you know is still on our team even though i always yeah. know it i always know it in my heart of hearts right but, i mean you got confirmation that you know she she uh she loves us she loves the people on her crew Damn right nakama for life here's what also makes me feel good sanji solo mission oh yes season wanji season my thank favorite. you my favorite season of all thank you for bringing that up i wish i brought it up oh <laughs> this shot is... shot we will cut say it now and i'll cut bill's thing out entirely <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll do this one. This, he deserves it i i don't um know. yeah Go ahead. But uh, uh no, Sanji's so cool. Like it, you forgot, it, and that's great. That's great too because it's, it's sometimes that like it happens, you forget where a character is at, and you're like, oh, that's right, Sanji's doing some like 007 shit. I love it. Well, also, and 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 like sometimes you forget how cool Sanji is because they play him as like this, you know, horny idiot so often, and he's he's in that mode a lot when it's like comical time, and then it's like. Oh shit! Got real, and now Sanji's doing his shit. Yeah, always and, knows his role, and it's awesome. Yeah, and um, I also love this moment that he has with Chopper when, like, this is like this is like in a quick flashback of when they oh, saw yes. Robin leave. Um, and he's he's like lights his little cigarette, and he he uh, and Chopper's like, "Do you think Robin will ever come back? Like, does she not like us anymore?" Uh, and he uh. says, uh, "He says, Chopper, listen." When a woman lies, a real man forgives her. And he walks away. And you're like, fuck. That's my very, very of the week. That's, that was my very, very of the week. And then the next thing you know, he's at the C train, like, already. So he already knows what's going Like, he is, like, in, in typical, like, you know, 007 secret agent Sanji fashion, he's, like, two steps ahead. The same way he was in like alabasta and in skypia when he was like you know we got the moment in or what's the island uh where he's on a uh, little garden yes and he's like he's a he's like in the wax house fucking up the unluckies like he's talking to crocodile on the phone like one step ahead same yep. thing on uh in skypia it's like Usopp runs out when they're on the ship when they're on the flying uh the fuck what's it called the flying ship that um that eneru has uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, Death Pia. Uh, yes. And mm-hmm. then, like, Usopp runs out, and Sanji's like, no, we break the fucking interior. We just fuck up the insides. And it's, like, a step ahead, you know? Here he is again. He's like, oh, Robin, they're going to take her to Eni's lobby. Guess which goes to Eni's lobby? The C-Train. Also, probably my 
Not my very, very, very of the week, but I haven't used it on anything else, so I might as well use it here. I love the train conductors or like the train assistants who are like these big gossips. Oh yeah. yeah like, I, did know. you hear about CV? These are like these are like Muppet characters this, to me. This like, is this is me and Bill in like if there's a live action like you know for the live action One Piece show, I think in a reality like if this if this podcast ever became so famous, I think this is like a great cameo role that we would be great on. <laughs> like i would love this role i would be the gossips too i just would like you to know i love gossip i'd be like who is it can i see <laughs> i'd still even try to go around the corner i would die for that gossip you gotta <laughs> oh, be kidding yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah no i i that is one of my favorite parts of the arc um uh of this uh these few episodes sanji's my very very would be just the ending of just seeing sanji sitting by the C train and just a cigarette light just yeah it, okay this is like there are certain times when like you see the to be continued come up and you're like all right cool cool this is a good place for me to stop and then there are times when like that's like the last scene that you see and you're like not tonight boys we're watching the next <laughs> fucking episode right now yep that's what i'm like Waji season I'm running around the apartment shaking my girlfriend. <laughs> and she's like, What's happening? And I'm like, It's Wanji season. Next next episode. And then I just hey. enjoy it, man. Yeah. I love Sanji. I, these these endings are are everything. Yes. No, it was it was super hype. I, I really just got hyped the whole time Sanji the came back as uh it's like one of those things. It's like it's like you haven't had any vegetables in a while, but then you realize how malnourished you were. And like <laughs> Sanji's that vegetable that's he's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I needed this this whole time. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, love seeing him love. What he said, the, the, half of me, like the, what I said to the TV when uh, he said that would a real man, to, like, you know, uh, I mean, I'll be like, Sanji, what you know about women? don't know anything about but uh it was so cool that i forgave it (laughs) those are the few times you think like does he know something about women why is he such a cornball half the time he's this cool because he's a goof like that's what he really is like he's just a goof but uh you know in other aspects of life he's very uh he's very he's he's very cool sanji's thing Sanji's the kind of guy who can help you out with your relationship problems, but he cannot do anything on his own. His, oh, no, like no, no, his no. own, yeah. He's got like no. His game is bad. He gets too. He's all corny. He's too horny all the time. He doesn't. You know, it's like. But he can. He can tell you a thing or two every once in a while. Exactly. You know? He does have wisdom. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's. I mean. So would you? <laughs> What would you rather go to? Not for content, but for well, what would be more fun to go to? The Sanji relationship, like you know, seminar where Sanji teaches you about, like you know, uh, like you know how to approach uh women and all this other stuff. With more entertaining, not not taking it seriously, obviously. Or would you rather go to the Luffy one? (laughs) 
Oh, uh, <laughs> Luffy okay. teaches you. <laughs> I think for entertainment purposes, the Luffy one. But uh, I think here, here's where I think, you know, I don't want to undersell the Sanji one because he's not going to tell me like, you know, but he's not going to tell me anything that's going to help me except for being a guy who can cook real good. That is, that's a schmove, okay? That is And if I could cooking. up my cooking a little bit more, not mm-hmm. like, not for me personally, but like, you know, you bring, you bring partner home you bring shorty home you know and you're like let me cook you a nice meal and you do it and you do it right that's oh if you do it to sanji that's a memorable right? let me tell yeah. you something sanji like out of all of his whatever his faults are man looks man looks good cooking a meal like he always looks smooth like and the meals meal. look good he brings it out he's you know this is a professional this is professional minus the cigarette in his mouth he's professional <laughs> Yeah. I will tell you, boys. I come from the school of Sanji. I just made my girlfriend some uh, slow cooked chicken gongju flavoring. Yeah, no, you you have to go with Sanji. You will become tip top apex predator out here. <laughs> that, that's how that's how you lock it down. You know, that's how you do it. No, that's exactly. That's... Sometimes you have a suit on. Sometimes you. You don't. You have your birthday suit on. Sometimes you got your birthday suit on. Good. Sometimes you got grease all over this shirt, and you're like, oh, man, how did I get spaghetti sauce on this? But, you know, it's whatever. You know what, though? I would really do want that Daskoi Panda apron that Sanji has on in one of those filler episodes. I like, you know, I have like a screen cap of it on one of the podcast posts on Instagram, and I, I keep going back to that one. I'm like, I need this fucking apron. I don't even cook that much, but like that apron, though. Oh, aprons are awesome. Daskoi <laughs> Panda. Yeah, no, I that would be I like that um apron. I've actually been looking into what like what apron I'm gonna be getting soon. I'm like, oh. what, what apron says Vishad in the kitchen? Yeah, well, obviously Dasky it's Panda. that one. That, it, I have been looking for the one piece one, so that might it might be that one if I can find it. Sorry, Bill. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, go for it. Ones. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you're cooking way more than me, and uh, you know, there's there's no there's no like. There's no limit on how many. I mean, we could each own several of these aprons. I mean, we can just be oh, swimming exactly. in these fucking we aprons. Can be, we could be selling them if they're not already being sold. <laughs> you know, I don't think Dascoy Panda's TM, TM, TM. We can make it TM, TM, TM and, you know, <laughs> put it out through the pod. I'm almost positive that's actually TM, TM, TM. No way. That can't be Oda TM, 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 TM. Smart. <laughs> Oda's smart, man. And uh viz or shonen jump they don't let a thing slide <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they'll be like "Ooh, branding do it put that in our ba- our sister 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 company no one will ever get it but nah let's do the bootleg version oh mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's make that money no <laughs> like a brown bear or something boscoy banda yeah we'll find out look we make the legit ones and if they become, if we get a cease and desist, we honor the cease and desist. That's all. We get the letter in the <laughs> we mail. We made our money and we're out. Yeah, we made the money or we give the money back, whichever. If they that'd demand that. would be a great that. podcast topic. Yeah, it'd be a great <laughs> podcast topic and it'd mm-hmm. be fun to do in the meantime. I'm not why giving we, it Why back. were we not podcasting for three years? Well, we went to jail for fraud. So we went yeah, for no, copyright infringement. Fraud, because we never said yeah. it was ours. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were very upfront. We um, were held up in court for so long, but we never gave in. We never gave in. Mm-hmm. Look. Resolutely. With the, 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 the only thing I would say to them is I'm I'm keeping mine. you can't take this away from me you can't take this one away from me all right you know this is mine uh but uh yeah um but uh where are we at is that does that wrap up uh more or less that wraps us up that wraps us up you know you gotta listen y'all next week you know we got more episodes coming up we got 252 through 257 I repeat, 252 to 257. You saw where this episode ended. You want, you're want you going to not tune in for the next episodes? Come on. Be real. Come on. We're going to have fun. Listen, and if you want us, we're live every Friday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, YouTube. You name it, we're there. And if you... If this show is like as it should be, is just your fave, right? And you just need it, like, as soon as it's live. Subscribe on the podcatcher of choice because it, it'll come out. You'll get a notification when it publishes. The intro music, this is the namesake of the podcast, y'all, if you didn't already know. It's the very, very, very strongest. It was made by Niel Degas. And I actually want to do the outro here, Justin. You got to let me do the Shanks thing one time. Do it. Because I'm, I'm in a special place with Shanks right now. I think, I think we all are. If you're current, we all are. Because mm-hmm. listen to me. You may... Look, every now and then, you're at work. Your boss says, hey, you know what? You can't do this thing. Like, maybe it's something simple. Maybe it's just like, hey, I want to just go get a little snack. I just want to do a little snack time little real quick snack. right now. Yeah, I'm going to sneak a snack. Your boss says, hey, no, I don't want you to do that. And you're like, you know what? I am going to do it. I am going to go. I am going to get my little snack. And you know what? Every now and then, you got to stand up for you. If you want a snack at work, go fucking get a snack. But when Shanks says no, when Shanks comes through to your workplace, and he might not even be in the workplace, y'all. He might just be standing outside. He might just be staying a few miles outside. And he just, he just like, he just through the, through the air, just gives you a little tap on the shoulder. And he says, hey, fuck's this all about? Didn't I tell you no? And when Shanks says no, good night, everybody. <laughs>